most of the human race killed off because it is unworthy. It is unworthy of the gift of life. I don't care what society thinks. They're nothing anyway. They're no better than me. Until we have a safe word, we will not stop. Have you ever thought what it would be like to see a person's head amputated? Think of things so horrible that the human mind cannot imagine them. See all this and more when you see on stage, in person, that crazy mix up. I like being set apart from people. I like to be hated. Safe Word with Jason Rouse. Hey everybody, uh, welcome to another episode of Roustabout. My guest on the show, Melissa Diaz, uh, on a uh, hot, let's get out of traffic. There's, oh, there goes a crane. And uh, I guess, yeah, you. I, well, I'm glad you brought it up because you clearly see just by the first few seconds of this conversation. I also have a bag of squirrels inside of my head. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's. Uh, I look. I, there's probably some sort of paperwork somewhere as far as what my diagnosis, but clearly ADD is Ooh. a prominent thing in there. But I find that, uh, especially in my later years, uh, marijuana is what I call uh, putting the blanket over the birdcage mm-hmm. to kind of calm down the. the Birdcage full of squirrels. I got a birdcage for squirrels. Mixing your metaphors. Now, did you tell me, did you mention something about ADD? Yes. Is that an issue? I have before. Um, mm. This is a self-diagnosis, right? So, you know, whatever. You can think it's bullshit. But it, it's it's like I looked it up and it's like consistent. Yeah. It is most definitely what I have on some level. Even to the fact, to the point where the, some of the remedies, like taking a lot of matcha tea for the theanine, and stuff like that it helps helps me focus i yeah. mean i most definitely have it i just gotta go get diagnosed i guess but at least you're self-aware enough to go on like look i don't know what year you were born but there was no you were just put into a, a crazy kid class or you were jacked up on ritalin there was no mm-hmm. diagnosis like hey maybe your kid's got too much sugar in his diet well, you know, the interesting thing about the difference between boys and girls getting diagnosed mm. is that girls actually get undi- like less diagnosed because they, they're looking for the hyperactivity, and that's usually in boys. Girls are, like, they cry a lot, they're distracted, you know, they're kind of more ADD and less ADHD. So people kind of tend to Emotionally, like, waves? Yeah. Yeah, I think that... Everybody knows, uh, ladies uh, have to look like, at my experience. I guess you could say that's all women that have ADD. Yeah, no, I don't know. I've been look. I've been brought to tears by some of the women I've loved in my life just through wow. manic behavior, and like I can't console you, I can't help you, but I feel your pain. And um, there's nothing I can do here except well, allow you to kind of run out of steam and keep from killing yourself. Wait a minute, I think you might be talking about some kind of bipolar disorder. Ah, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Don't confuse your periods with your bipolar disorder. Fuck. They're different. Okay, well, enlighten me. You clearly checked yourself by, for bipolar disorder. <laughs> well, if you know. Well, no, my mom has bipolar disorder. Yeah. And a borderline sort of ish diagnosis but um i don't know i have a theory i think people with um adhd tend to attract uh people with bipolar disorder I think. <sighs> Son of a somehow bitch. it fits you, right? you just fit it have you dated a lot of girls with like big highs and lows yeah i don't know i just think i think i think people who are bipolar are attracted to people who either have adhd or maybe like autism just anybody who's going to be kind of like a good base I believe around you. which they can talk a lot you just went me go backwards through uh, half a dozen long <laughs> relationships I've been in and I'm like oh, are you taking a separate walk in your head right now I uh, I think I always said maybe you should look maybe you might be bipolar these highs and lows you've said that yeah and uh, as an now if even if my ADD diagnosis is true and I'm seeking out bipolar disorder, then 
there's a pattern of mental illness between two <laughs> codependent psychos yeah. trying not to die alone. Yeah, well, no, I think it's just maybe the, the symptoms, when they're combined, they lock together in a way that makes both parties more functional. But or at the, least feel that way. But the highs and lows, I don't know, for somebody that's ADD, I, I think in both parties, inevitably, is it their goal just to kind of destroy each other? No. Is that the out? Like, is there any harmony in that? Can they sync up? Because I think if you can get those personalities to sync and work is a, in unison that they're a force of nature. I think so too. Yeah. I think you just got to find the dysfunction that, you know, helps you both yeah. blast off towards something better. That's yeah. hard to do. Because if you think that you're the person meeting the broken person, you're, it's a 50-50 uh, split as a, an agreement. Uh, and some people's cases are a little more dramatic than the others. What do you mean? Like some people just kind of will be combative and argumentative to a degree that there's a constant conflict oh, yeah. where another person will just go be depressed for a day and then kill themselves. <laughs> yeah, like be a polite person, you mean? A polite person? <laughs> Who just goes into a corner and doesn't bother anybody and jumps <laughs> off a bridge? Yeah, you know. Oh, you don't like the people that make the big splash and no. quit and... Everybody's cool. Like, you know, my mom is a person who makes a big splash, but, you know, mm. like, she, she maintains, she does the best she can. Yeah. And, uh, and she's managed over the years to figure out a way to cope with it, you know? She has her little coping mechanisms, and... Honestly... Should I keep talking? <laughs> I had to loop it, but uh, yeah, you got, I just wanted you guys to see that dog shit in the, on the uh, shoulder there. Lovely. Um, smells good. But yeah. I think, uh, I don't know, I think if you know what you got, or if you have an idea, mm. all of a sudden everything, there's you see it, and it doesn't pose as much of an obstacle, because you understand it all of a sudden. You're like, it can you know be the a parts good that tool. aren't about you. You can use it as a tool. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that don't like doing a monotonous, uh, repetitive work, but then there's some people that can get hyper-focused on it mm -hmm. and crush that with one breath. Well, that's the thing about ADHD is that there's that's those are your options, right? It's like complete distraction, right? Which this walk is, would probably be a good example of, you know, every time a bird flies by, start talking. Yeah, I talked to three birds right. since we came out of the cage. Oh, yeah, hello, sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be in or, Paris tonight. All right. That might be or the gayest thing I see. Yeah, ADHD is like you're super gay or you're talking to birds. So I, I was know. on the fence until he said Paris. Yeah. You, you, he really let that committed. stretch. Yeah. I feel like he wanted us to hear it. There was a hard S on that yeah. Paris. That guy is going to have the time of his life. <laughs> the way he's riding that bike, talking about going to Paris. He's riding that bike, getting ready to get his butt railed, I guess. Did I, did, can you hear a Canadian accent on me? At times. At times. Yeah. Mm. Is this as bad as Jared's? Jared has a stutter and looks like yeah, he's been in a it. motorcycle accident. <laughs> Jared is the best. Uh, I can't tell if he has an accent. I think he has... <laughs> What is he? His accent is, is Tourette's. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Stutter. Yeah. That's the name of his accent. He doesn't. That's the thing. He gets ID'd for things that he's... He tried to tell me that he wasn't retarded. And I said, I know. I go, but people are. And people they, are. They are totally retarded. So don't take it personal. You're dealing with idiots. Yeah, basically. And uh, they're flippant labeling. But that's what I'm... You ever whole, see him get treated like weird? Oh, yeah, yeah. Look Your at ADHD that. ADHD just kicked There's the right bird up. over there. Look at it. Okay, guys. Exhibit A. <laughs> There's a bird. It's a little stuck. exotic bird hunched on the log. Is he on a log? You see it? Right there? Yeah. Look he's on a dead body. It looks weird. Yeah. Looks like that bird would be sitting on, like, a corpse. That's what my ex looked like from oh, the back. Nice. Oh, I dated a guy with a ponytail like that, and mm. I would always go and grab strangers' hands that were women for a long time, thinking it was him oh. out of the corner of my eye. You know, he, we'd be walking, and then I'd see a 
ponytail in the peripheral, and then I'd go to that person as if it were my boyfriend, and it was a lady. I've done a couple back cats. Yeah. It's terrifying, especially more for them than me, because I've always get the Jesus Christ. Oh my God! And I'm like, I, you're wearing the same hoodie. I can't tell from the back. Oh yeah, it's terrifying. You got the backpacks from strangers. Probably the worst thing a yeah. girl can go through. And you can't go. You guys have the, exactly the same ass. Yeah. I couldn't see anything above the waist. Yeah. I love it. That's why I have long hair. Every time it brushes up against my back, I freak out. It's great. Just jump in. I can have a good day. My uh, hair was very popular in the uh, 80s and 90s. I well, said it was long, right? I had very long hair, but my friend Dave, he used to dye his hair, and he also rode uh, a 10-speed, a road bike. Oh, okay. But in my city, any ass was up for grabs, and he'd get his... He looked like uh, um, the singer for Poison. Yeah. But with girls, like, acid wash jeans on a 10-speed, he'd get his I butt grabbed all the time. <laughs> yeah. He'd get his ass grabbed? Yeah. Whoa. He was, it was very upsetting to him. And Dave had no ass. Like, we're all wearing, like, 30 waist jeans oh in God. 1987. Yeah. Hmm. But you moved, uh, you weren't raised in New York, were you? I was raised in New York, yeah. Oh, fuck. So you must be really laughing about what's unfolding here on the open mic level. Yeah, it seems it's. Uh, I just keep it all at arm's length because it's. Yeah, it's, you know how the smoke clears. It's so polarizing that uh, there's nowhere to hide. Like there's no there's no cheat codes or shortcuts. Yeah. You're on the block with the rest of us. Yeah, that's fine. Cool with that. I've been through it before. I'll do yeah. it again. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It, it's you know, and you have that. Uh, you you're in a, one of the most prestigious comedy universities in the world is New York City. Yeah, man. Like, it's so... Yeah. There's no room for fucking around. I'm glad I got to start there. <sighs> you went it hard. Accelerates you. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know that you go... Because you come here and you're like, I learned 10 years of comedy in yeah. two years. Yeah, I did. Maybe like five. Mm. But, because uh, I was drunk a lot. But, you know. That is a fun thing. There's no shortage of cocktails and... First of all, you're in these bars 20 hours a day, yeah. either setting up a show or at an after show. Yeah, it'd be rude not to be a drunk. That's what happened to me in London. I had quit drinking for a number of years and then moved to England. It was like mm. the pub culture was great. I was just going to, if you hadn't brought it up, yes. that that's. Did you get some pints into you? Got a couple pints. And the thing I love about it... and. I didn't even know anybody there. It was just being around this good energy. The it's very jovial. It's sing-songy. Yeah, they know they gotta da, da, yeah. have a drink, mate. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, they just singing sea chanties and shit. Yeah, it gets to that. And I'll tell you, I'm not even mocking it. I want to see some like white it. people shit. Yeah, drinking in New York is kind of lonely, so it can be because rent's so high. Yeah. You're drinking to escape for real. Yeah. But over in London, they're actually drinking because they want to see their friends. Like, they want to go out and have friends. and Because and their home lives are miserable. Is, it, is that what it is? I think so. Give I me think, the scoop on that other side of it. Uh, maybe, look, first of all, they don't, there's so much not emphasis on uh, television. They've only got, like, look, at the internet has opened it up for the entire world, but... Yeah. They're, uh, they have a few channels yeah. of, of respected British broadcasting. The BBC, yeah. one, two, three, four, whatever. They some kids shows. Yeah. Um, they have high level stuff themselves, but it's also, they don't beat it to death. The shows don't go on for years. There's a variety of stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's more cultured. Mm -hmm. And and um, I don't know. I maybe I'm abused because the Queen's on Canadian money, and I'm I'm pandering to the royal maybe. family. Well, you know, in a sense, one thing I got the a, a sense of about the BBC is that a lot of pedophiles were and pedophiles, yeah, like royals are a part of it, like uh, like making shows and stuff, like duchess people, duchess dukes and duchesses. In the production or on camera? They're kind of all over the place. Some of them are hosting, some of them are producing. She like, still kind of owns involved. everything. They're, everybody yeah. rents. And my friend yeah. told me, they go, nobody owns property here. Exactly. They go, it's all at the house. That's what they want to make happen here. 
that's you know that's why uh, like Amazon and Blackstone they're just like snapping up properties all over the country. You know the only way to disrupt that is through quote natural disasters. <laughs> Are you praying for an earthquake? I'm not praying for anything. I'm trying to just canoe <laughs> through this shit yeah. the best I can, kick some ass, take some names, yeah. put my my name up on a couple of marquees, yeah, absolutely, and leave with a a humble legacy of terror and hilarity. I love it. You know what I mean? So Yeah, I think uh, it's exciting. Whatever that is gonna be, um just don't break any everything up so I can't get on stage in front of a group of strangers. Yeah, that's all that matters. Yeah. To me. Yeah, for sure. I could uh, my income, you know, it'll give me it, it gives you a chance to make a living as an artist. Now you know Especially in New York, if you're good, you'll get paid. Yeah, you start getting money. You yeah. can actually, if you have a genuine raw talent, a lot of people will give you a lot of breaks. Mm -hmm. Opposed to somebody who's a long distance worker yeah. and says, look, I'm going to spend a decade perfecting this. Opposed to some guy who's got a hot five minutes and he becomes a flavor for three months and then he starts bombing because he can't handle the pressure. And he's he moves back to the other suburb, separated from the game. Yeah. And studies and. That's the best option for that guy. <sighs> this this is complicated, man. But I think this is just this is one of doing stand up and be kind of being in this world in some way, is one of the better options for what you could do with your life at this point when things are so crazy. Because it's one of those fields where it's all about like sticking innovation to your guns. Comes in. Yeah, being completely creative, but driven by your own your own genius. I say genius like in the 18th century. That's meaning, what I've been using know? the the boat metaphor here. I go, listen, Ooh. I'm in a boat like the rest of you guys. We the playing field's been leveled exactly, completely. So you got to get your mojo. You got to you got to you got to go from the heart now because people. The yeah. successes, look at how endeared and, and beloved like guys like Tim Dillon. Exactly. Who've like completely eclipsed any borders, any boundaries, yeah. and with a, a, a heart behind it yeah. and an anomaly as an entertainer. Yeah. Uh, a force of nature. He's uh, like a, yeah, his heart a, is a wrecking ball. Yeah. Right? That's he a, is punches through everything. Uh, Miley Cyrus of comedy. Yeah, I can imagine Tim Dillon in that outfit now. <laughs> Tim Dillon's the Miley so Cyrus. Wet tank top and diapers yeah, or something. On that wearing. fucking pendulum. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. No, I um, even his last special. You know, there's a handful of people who've had successes in TV and film who had either had an early start in stand-up. Uh, and then had successes on other platforms and then come back like Steve-O and Tom Green and, yeah, uh, totally. and then some kind of miscellaneous actors they kind of show up at the store or probably in New York I think that's more of an LA problem oh you tell me Michael Rappaport isn't a problem well yeah when the, oh and then there's also that guy from um, you Entourage. got your fair share of shitheads. I'm not even defending LA. <laughs> yeah, LA yeah, is expected that. to have a, a fish tank of knuckleheads. What I, a disaster. What drama on the internet between the comics. My goodness. Yeah, They're it's all ridiculous. sex offenders. I know. Everyone's a, a sex offender. But it's They're so perverted. And it's so closeted. It's like, go to a place where that kind of uh, behavior is like welcomed and consensual. There's places in the world you can <laughs> no. go to. Yeah, but then there, you wouldn't have the excitement of committing a crime. That's what it and is. The scumbag is. element of it. Opposed to putting somebody through an education yeah. with a handshake and a, a, a thumbs up of honor. Yeah, a little wink. Uh, some uh, a, a quick blood test. <laughs> and away you go. Yeah. Well, the, you know, the, the optimistic thing is to look at it like, hey, there's an industry for that, right? There's a, there's a whole thing. Yeah. Lots of people do it. So more people do that than choose the scumbag route. So, you know, it is working. It's just that there's just always going to be scumbags. Yeah, totally. This is the thing. Right? And uh, people...
people are always shocked in some cases. I, Bill Cosby's always been the, like, he's the Mount Rushmore oh, of yeah. like. <laughs> Mount Rushmore is the perfect way to put that because it, it seems like monolithic. He's just behind serial killer. Yeah. John yeah. Wayne Gacy, yeah. Yeah. Bill Cosby, yeah. right? Yeah. Like they, the same eyes all across. You can, you can imagine the same Cold. eyes. Yeah. Cold. And, like you got to think about all those kids that had like. Uh, Bill Cosby, I don't know if you saw, ever saw the Fat Albert cartoons that yeah. he co-created. They were a big, big part of my life. Yeah, me too. Um, I was just mesmerized by it. And, um, you know, I, looked up, I was upset the first time I saw Bill Cosby in some sort of thing where he was smoking. And I was really? like, he looked more like, that? he looked like somebody you would see in a bar. Uh, up to no good. It looked predatorial. Ah, Once he put a cigarette yeah. in his hand, he looked like a sexual predator. Yeah, yeah. Is that like common thing? As you well, can tell if the guy's a pederast by smelling his breath? I don't know. I think there's just like, <laughs> maybe. I think there's just maybe just outfits and aesthetics that suddenly reveal a person for what they really are. You know? Like a, like They're a, prone to it. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody. Anybody at all suddenly makes sense you put a suit on some people it's like oh you're that right you put a g-string on other people you're like oh you're that you know it's a g-string is very defining moment in anybody's <laughs> life i don't like the Did cheek exposer no i dated no. a guy that liked wearing them no yeah what really into it it just feels he would pose the, cut, the taint saw he would do a little catwalk now, were they men's... Look, if this, he had a fetish of wearing women's undergarments, that's one thing. But if he preferred that cut of men's underwear... That's what it was. Is that what he it was? He loved it. And There's he knew no it coverage. was weird because he didn't do it a lot of the time. My asshole's getting itchy talking about this conversation. I think that's what he liked about it. He likes an itchy asshole? Yeah, I like a little itchy asshole, right? <laughs> I mean, it's either wear the G-string and have it rub up against your crack, or you got to be like a dog and just rub your ass. And I don't know, maybe I'm missing something here. Is it a rub situation? I guess it depends on how tall the stairs are. You know what I mean? I don't know. Third floor walk up? Yeah. Yeah, that's moderate. That was another thing that put me off New York is like the lack of elevators oh, yeah. and how terrifying the ones that were yeah. uh, and small. Like there's no moving a bed in an elevator. You're not getting a mattress in there. Nope. It's a phone booth, yeah. and the brass has never been cleaned, yeah. and it, it's it's dragging in between floors. Yeah. And um, no matter where you are, you, there's a scent, there's this odor in every New York City elevator. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, that's because every New York City elevator is only good for about three things. One is carrying a stack of something narrow, like a vase or books. Mm -hmm. Two is smoking crack, and three is taking a piss. That's it. I never thought of that. I've done two out of those three things in an elevator. You smoked crack? No, pee. Oh, everyone pees in the elevator. I used to pee in everyone? my mouth in the Not elevator. Girl. Really? Oh, girls Damn. pee everywhere. I worked in restaurants and girls the women's restrooms were terrifying. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm so glad you brought that up because that is an underreported part of our culture. Because the you know why? Culture. Men are gentlemen and they never shame women like that. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> I'm not representing anybody. Even the whites have given me up. They're like, next. <laughs> no next. one's representing you? No. They, I'll represent you. I, uh, you got a flag? Yoshi and, you know Yoshi Abayashi? Mm -hmm. Yoshi and I were talking about, uh, you know, being uh, ostracized from our own people. Which was fine. We didn't really get into it to pander into the locals anyway. I wanted to go to the other people's neighborhoods yeah. and see how I fly in a completely foreign environment. Um, which Yoshi's met me in. He destroyed in Finland. Oh, I don't know awesome. what it was. It, it was. What do you think? They locked up. They loved them. I think because their their English isn't as prominent as like Sweden and Norway and Denmark. Uh, they're great at it. I had no issues. The only problems I had were some of the more northern places. I was wasted. I was wasted. I fucked it. <laughs> well, you got to stay warm somehow. Oh, that was not, their excuse. Americans don't know how to dress But for they it. don't no, know no. that I have to really focus. I have to really have clear-headed. There's very few times, even when I was uh, at my worst, I never went on stage drunk. 
or uh, sloppy to a degree in 20 years over that time maybe a few times yeah I if anything it was hangovers yeah oh yeah how did hangovers do for for you on stage you know what I, kinda hit or miss. I had to do some long days on a production and I found that the more uh, broken I was uh, that it um, the acting part of it being hung over and strung out I found that when I was on set early in the a.m. that um, that I was getting more uh, raw performance Mm. opposed to comedy shtick out of fatigue and desperation uh, I hit my mark a terrible idea by the way do not show up for any job fucking corked well you know it's just it's like it's like it's kind of a sign of where you are personally uh, you know where you have to be uh hung over just so you can resign yourself to being yourself does that make sense mm-hmm. yeah and i went through that for sure and a, a and total it's just, breakdown yeah when did you feel like you started being a problem yourself being well, myself yeah. the problem was is i problem. showed up as myself i had to roll myself down and take some of the teeth off and defile the claws down a little bit. I was like a feral uh, rescue animal. Me too. Yeah, it was, yeah. I was very much a, um, a menace to society. Sorry, how did How'd I... How did you dress but back then? I, I've literally, if anybody, this is about as much color. I have two things of, <laughs> other than my closet looks like a funeral director's. <laughs> I look like a, a grieving Italian widow is how I dress. <laughs> like a nona. Yeah, nona. I've got the... That's why I'm so conscious of my posture because I grew up in an Italian uh, neighborhood in uh, just outside of my hometown of Hamilton for a few years. Are you Italian? No, no. Um, but I'm very familiar with the... Uh, you know, my na- my grandparents' neighbors were like first-generation... Um, Italian immigrants. Wow. You know, uh, where, fuck, I think I might have told this before, but they, uh, Mrs. Sedry was her name. Okay. And she had, they had, her and her husband had a fucking, you know, uh, showroom ready garden. You know, not okay. a weed in the dirt, t- tomato plants, all these vegetables, oh, awesome. giant peppers, all yeah. kinds of just, and at the back, and they had a pigeon coop went in. I was like, cool. Got these birds and stuff. And then, Dream. A guy pulls up into the driveway and um, opens it. I'm like, oh, more birds. But they were chickens, and she broke all their necks in the backyard oh, and hung them up. Them? Yeah, I watched it all go what down. She did, did she do that trick where you spin them and break the neck? Or? No, she just wrung it like a saw. Holy crap. Yeah. Damn. And then uh, tied their legs off. But you could hear the crunch. I watched her do 12 of them in the row. Now, this lady, she was a... Uh, uh, you know, she was in the dirt with her hands. Like, she was not a, uh, a soft uh, woman uh, as far as uh, doing hard work. Mm-hmm. She clearly had come from something worse. Very, very uh, And now landing in Canada, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we got tons of dirt here. You can do whatever you want. You know, come on in. There's yeah. no one here yet. Look at all these dirt. Wonderful. Oh yeah! What a wonderful country! So much that they used to have a, a name for the white kids, non-Italians in the neighborhood. They would call them mungy cakes. Mungy cakes. Easy life, like cake eaters. Oh. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Okay. Yeah. They would go mungy cake all the time. I didn't know. Understand? I'm like, I love cake. Who's got Jesus. cake? Yeah. <laughs> I love a good cake. But you're a bit of a baker. I have yes. to say, though, I also smoke marijuana, and your stories are very distracting when you drop these fucking little, <laughs> just delicious little thing. <laughs> well, if you ever want one, just ask. I know. You were talking about pie, and I was like, you know what? Yeah. The H-E-B is pretty solid here as far as the bakery goes. Hey. But um, there's also a killer vegan bakery uh, over on Chavez there. Are you vegan? No. I'm straight, actually. <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> no, I've never... Um, I had a, a diet change. That was another thing that, you know, being in Europe, it's bo- a lot of meat and potato oh, yeah. dishes and beer. So I, I got fucking bloated. I yeah. looked like 
Lots of salt. Um, Martin Short and Pure Luck when he gets stung by the bee and yeah. Danny Glover's like, are you okay? And he goes, boom, boom. Wow, that's hot. I was just all pinted up, <laughs> just red-faced. Yeah. I looked like Sir Winston Churchill for, <laughs> well, for about like two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it was a different kind of look. And uh, especially when I'd gotten nude on a television show in Sweden and crawled through the audience naked. Oh, I saw that one. You looked all right. Yeah. No, I was like, I looked like an albino manatee <laughs> with had lost his tusk in a gambling. No. Uh, it was brutal. So, uh, but it was all lifestyle. Everybody else was fat and gross too. I, yeah. No one cared. Yeah. It was like, turn the lights off, we're disgusting. That's, a, that's an interesting thing about Europe, is everybody's less insane in terms of that. In terms yeah. of like not giving a fuck about it. Because Media they've been doing crazy like... shit for so long. Their, their industry standard of nutty, Yeah. They co- they'll make the, he's eccentric or something. Yeah. The guy's Puns. eating soap on a bus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This guy is wacky. That's it, that's comedy. I, I looked up a, in a, um, I was just curious, like, who the funniest comedian in Estonia was. Oh, yeah, I've played a, a gig. Their funniest comedian, their, like, national comedian, is literally described as man with funny hat. You can look it up on Wikipedia. That's the guy. It's vaudeville over there yeah. still. There, it's <laughs> nineteen like, twenty. It's yeah. the Roaring Twenties. <laughs> I was like, I think this, this comedy scene will blow them away. done gigs in, uh, like, East uh, Slovenia and Croatia, and there was a lot of, like, kids show kind of... Boopity-boo, you know, uh, with a silly hat, uh, like black comedy in the 80s. Yeah. There was a shtick and uh, an alias. Okay. And they would tell me, this guy's the biggest children's performer in Europe. Yeah, yeah, they're all impressed and you're like... Yeah, and I'm like, what? (laughs) This guy would be somebody's drunk uncle here. Yeah, (laughs) and they, oh, he cheered. He goes up and mumbles (laughs) through some mania. Yeah. No, uh, I think um, personality goes a long way. There was a lot of comics that had that kind of Mitch Hedberg uh, element to them where uh, the writing was so good and their delivery was so minimal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milton Jones. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen him, but what we're trying to get to is how many days in England? Now, was it specifically Damn, London? with ADD trying to talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was 20 minutes ago. Yeah, hell yeah. Two so, weeks in London? Yeah, two weeks in London. It was crazy because, uh, you know... Tell I, me you had somewhere to stay, like friends. Nope. You had to finance your accommodations? Yeah, yeah, it was ridiculous. We were actually going <sighs> to cut the trip short because it was just getting a little too crazy. We didn't realize it was going to be like that. It's brutal. Oh, here's what's worse. You're, we decided to rent a car. Why? I don't because you know it's like cars are a thing a here. truck in new york exactly like a limousine well it's even There's no worse. point yeah no it's because london's set up now so where they make it so that you can't go anywhere in there with a car no, you gotta pay it's it, yeah you gotta pay but also like the roads are built in a way that literally it's almost like a trick like you drive into london next thing you know you're driving out of london like you don't even know how it happened do you know why why somebody told me this a local the fucking they're all old horse trails and they'd make them zigzag and loop and stuff so the the horses wouldn't bolt so that's why you know when you go into soho they're really narrow and you can see just picture no uh just brick and dirt yeah and you can go oh yeah this is where the ponies would go oh my god and especially in the gay area i think it's canal street someone covered up so it's his anal street oh that's lovely yeah <laughs> Very on they have a great sense of humor about uh especially gay english acts are super famous yeah like mega famous yeah i've seen that yeah they're uh america doesn't it, it's like pasteurized queer you know <laughs> milk queer it's it's queer light <laughs> queer milk like if it, if you're gonna go gay go british right yeah. isn't that a bumper sticker yeah i can see that because you can just be whatever you want be as flamboyant as you want say whatever it's dirty the, thing you want yes. people will cheer they'll like it and you know british people with swear words yeah, it's, no matter it. what they're throwing at you there's a certain taste to it yeah it could be very uh, refreshing they got me into the word cunt I never used to. My mother watches this show. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I meant uh, front. They got me into the word front. I never used to say front before because, you know. I say it all the time. I actually would do a bit about 
you know, it's a greeting. It, you hear it so much, and once they find you from North America, they lean into it. They oh, want really? to see you <laughs> they want turn to your hair you. white. Yeah. Jim, <laughs> my goodness. It was shocking to me. I, like, I think in my early 20s, I was like, oh my God, people, you can't say that. And then I started saying it, and I was like, this actually is an amazing word. The way to say it. It's funny. Everything let's, about let's it. Let's ponder this for a minute. Let's ponder this for a minute. Yeah. Now, what do you think? Now, I'm very dumb. But at the same time, I'd like to say... I don't think you are. You were... Uh, <laughs> uh, the word cunt, it's intent, right? Yeah. Now, someone would call you uh, a cunt in a CVS. Yeah. For taking up the line. Yeah, if you're being a cunt. <laughs> Be called this is a family neighborhood. Oh, sorry. Oh, I just saw the baby carriage. <laughs> I just okay. like overreacting to like <laughs> stuff that's very passive to me <laughs> and seeing people who don't know me that well but know what I do go, wait a minute, you can't you can't be one or the other. I, I tell people I don't even curse in front of my mother. Like it's it's pretty clean uh, off the stage for me. I like a tidy I'm trying to do tidy that. mind, tidy, tidy things i like that i like everything has to be labeled and nailed to something in I like my head that. i i strive for that but i grew up in the bronx mm. and it's just you know there's just so many people there that speak in that either italian or like a puerto rican kind of like yo what yeah. the fuck bro this fucking shit bro hey and look at dice he's a jew from brooklyn yeah. who's mistaken constantly for being italian he's like yeah. no this is how brooklyn is yeah it kind of doesn't matter what your ethnicity is. If you grew up in New York City, you're Italian. First of all, and it's like the England too, you have to, yeah. or your life is going to be fucking a nightmare. Yeah. As a kid, and you yeah. don't want to, you better pick up a couple local swear yeah. words, yeah. or you're screwed. Dead ass, that's one of them. Dead ass, you know, vape it up, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> all the hip ones, you know. Yeah. <laughs> vape it up, I don't know if that's it. No, Maybe it is now. How are you pulling this off? Because I've clearly, I've seen you make about six appearances here over the last year and a oh. half. <laughs> yeah. Has it been more or less? I've been around. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I told you before when we met, uh, slow to start again. I kind of wanted to feel like a person for a little while. Yeah. Before you checked I really out for, in. did you do the two year period like everyone else did? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. But it was actually a good choice for me personally. Everybody was, anybody who was smart was doing that. I took so much stock in myself and what I was planning. I go, look, you got 20 solid years. If you can keep your body upright yeah. and moving, yeah. uh, you, you got a, a good two. What do you want to do for 20 years? Mm -hmm. Do you want to be in LA fighting homeless people in front of the comedy store? <laughs> or do you want to have a, a life of like quality? and to pursue it from a, a, a better place than anywhere, uh, which you realize, look, New York will always be New York. It's, like I said, the world-class university, but Austin has become summer camp. Yeah, Austin, you can feel that there's, uh, there's something here. I'm in summer camp. Yeah, <laughs> it really does feel that way. I mean, there's literally people in canoes over here. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, the whites are very active here. Everybody's 25, white and full of hope. Yeah. I guess uh, it's, this is kind of like your experience and my experience are similar where you're living in a place maybe that's whiter than what you grew up in. Yeah. It's weird, right? It's totally weird. And no, it's the worst part is the food. Me and Jared were like, yeah. where are we going to find Jamaican patties Mediterranean. in Austin? There is a place not far we found, but it's like, am I taking an hour or a 20 minute Uber ride to get curried goat? <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? I'm like, there's fucking... A steak place right near there. Yeah. But uh, I'll eventually make it. Yeah, we miss some of the food. But there is a lot of... Look, the food truck is a dominant force in here as far as, like, diversity in food. Mm -hmm. You can find a, a very cross-section of it. But yeah. sometimes it's nice to sit down in the restaurant with the folks who are actually cooking it. Yeah. In the back. Instead of outside with the, the fan that they blow water into so that it blows out uh, droplets on you. Like, that's supposed to be the same thing. What and he's farted in there five times making your sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And the butter takes every, all the, you know, butter absorbs smells, right? Yeah, it so does. So now he's rubbing fart butter <laughs> on your fucking hero sub. Fart butter sounds like somebody's kink. Fart butter. <laughs> I'm going to get that dot com. 
<laughs> do you do that too? Uh, no, but my friends do. I'll say fucked up things and then they're like, I'm buying it. Buy a domain. <laughs> I've got, um, I got a domain I got a, I'm launching for a very terrible picture that I carry around in my pocket uh, that I show a lot of the newer comics. It's a friend, uh, my friend's got his asshole spread. Oh, look at that. He's eating a bird. Look at the size of that one. It's, it looks like it's crouching. But that's the baby, I think, that we saw over there anyway. Yeah, ADD, folks. ADD is so bad. It's, uh... It is quite beautiful here, though. Well, I like it. ADHD makes it easier for you to have fun conversations. Because you'll go anywhere. Somebody brings up... Like, you're talking about spreading ass cheeks, and I'm like, yeah, let's go there. What are we talking about? Yeah, I'm pretty... Uh, I think that's why a lot of people tend to confide in me, because I'm not... Uh, it's an improv uh, game, more or less. I'm like... Uh, what's the thing and uh, what's the improv rule yes and yes and yeah yeah I'm a yes and guy <laughs> I'm like where is this going yeah and me too I like to hear um, somebody talk themselves into a hole yeah and then look at them and go that was terrible <laughs> I've berated friends for consuming me and starting off with a good story mm. and then not having the skill set to actually give me a fucking ta-da oh yeah or it's not even that it's not bad enough to laugh it's just you gotta berate them you gotta hurt their feelings yeah hurt feelings how long did it take before you had your first like cry in stand-up comedy first cry yeah like you know like you you go I'm gonna start doing open mics and now I'm having to deal these are people I'm gonna have to deal with for at least a few years and look at look at the obstacles in front of me. These guys are fucking losers. Oh, uh, probably <laughs> right when the pandemic hit. <laughs> That's okay. When it started to feel that way. <laughs> it started to feel like, oh, this is where is this going? But New York uh, kind of pushed and had rooftop shows against the law. Probably some yeah. warehouse stuff, right? Underground. Yeah, I did a couple. Yeah. And initially, and then I just uh, I just realized that. Uh, I don't know. It's better to just learn how to bake a cherry pie or something, you know, something like that. Read yeah, a book. get crafty. Yeah. Yeah, I started picking up. I ordered a bunch of shit off of Amazon, glued it together, drew some diagrams for some projects I want to do on the, the mm-hmm. kind of outside of stand up, and yeah, I created a series of like miscellaneous folders that will be activated accordingly on a timeline this but is, this is such an adult man thing to do like, let's build shelves I have to I'm all shelves yeah like I'm all <laughs> shelves and spots like yeah. I think I um, I find some sort of place in the universe when I know where everything is yeah and you know, none of it means anything like I really just need a passport and a pair of pants yeah but it's good to have something I like routine I don't need to necessarily know where everything is, but I need I like to know what too. I'm doing next and yeah. next and next and next. I start to execute a routine by just getting up in the morning and uh, at a, you know, 6 a.m. Yeah. time, yeah, I find I'm scratching my head. Oh, it's lunch now. I've been active for six hours. Yeah. I better eat something. I'm starting to spin. Yeah. And then I'll go smoke six joints. Oh my god. Poor girl's breaking up with her boyfriend. Oh no. I TikToking. Yeah. How is the internet been for you? Do you are you enjoying it? <laughs> because now people are over COVID. Uh, clearly, you've noticed uh, the attention that's been put on podcasters and yes. uh, comedians and their politics and all this weird segregation there's rivalries and dramas and very public uh arguments it's sad it's wild i think it's sad because segregating people off like that i mean there's so much that both sides can contribute to each other's creative process that that you're just completely missing out on like we're we're basically in a dark crystal scenario you know the crystal split and yeah. we, need, we need a Gelfling to come save us. I know. I think I'll put, shard back. put Joe as they they would kind of expect him to be that guy. 
He's not. To put he's it good together. Though. No, I know he's not. He's a good dude, but but he, he gets enough blame. Yeah, he's he's kind of a lightning rod for that. But it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. You yeah. know comics and comedy. Yeah. Everybody's gonna be fine. There's no fucking. It's yeah. not that bad. Yeah. And you're gonna be laughed at as time moves on. Yeah. You're gonna probably touch on some very relevant things that won't be exercised. Yeah. But um, yeah. there's a fortunately there's comedians have no other aligned alliances other than themselves and each other. Ultimately, yeah. Yeah, it's what I guess the utopia of it is. But there's some backstabbers and rats and gossipers yeah. and well, because the stakes are, I don't know, I think the... Big stakes the, the, now. You know, people are getting big checks. Yeah, some people, some yeah. people not. You know, it's what I don't like is this, right? There's, like, this uh, industry pipeline, and, like, yeah. that leans more towards, like, you're going to be doing uh, a certain kind of clean material, and then also, like, sometimes flat-out propaganda, right? And that's, like, that's, that's like where you get your paycheck that. from. Yeah. And so they're gatekeeping that whole process and they have their own thing going on. And then it's them versus everybody who likes freedom of speech. You know what I'm saying? That's kind Most of the definitely. real. It is very Game versus, of Thrones. And yeah. the houses have their politics and their banners. Yeah. And uh, they're not shy about it. Before this was kind of like a, listen, don't make fun of gay people. Yeah, exactly. Because our, our CEO is gay, but he's not out. But he's going to, if we're going to vote, we're voting with him. Yeah. And if you want to keep your job, don't even joke. But it's it's even more than that now. It's it's like, not only is it like what you say, but who you even talk to. You choosing Just to from be a Facebook. on a podcast, yeah. a certain podcast here and there, right? Thanks with, for having it, the confidence to come here to do this. You're great. I go with, fine. with whoever I vibe with. Sure. I'm sticking with that. You yeah. know, fuck it. Because it's like, I don't know, honesty. It's key. It can be, uh, um, and a lot of people are trying to trip you up to say things that are going to yes. kind of create. Um, there's no money on the table. Why would you sabotage somebody who has four roommates? Because it's, uh, it's the scumbag thing, you know? There's a lot of scumbags. This is where, listen, I don't know what kind of high school life, but you did say you grew up in New York, so this yeah. is probably a prominent thing. Like, I used to get punched in the mouth. I never had to I got punched it. in the mouth by a girl yeah. I had a crush on in older grade. Was it like a lot of fights and stuff? It was very physical yeah, for both male and female students. Yep. There was It was not uncommon to see two girls fight like men because their home lives, were, their yeah. parents were savages. Yeah, the girls walking around just like the guys, just angry, you know, mm. and, and like looking to hurt somebody because yeah. they're fucked up. Clenched. They duke it out with somebody. One of my friends got hospitalized from one of those fights. And a young lady or yeah. a gentleman? A young lady. young lady. She hit her head on the ground? No, she hit her head against this girl's fist a bunch of times. She got caught in a way that she had some trauma to her head? Mm-hmm. Fuck. They twisted her ankle. It was just messed up. It, it, it was like court proceedings from that. That's how crazy it got. And yeah, well, uh, now this person, in some cases, can't operate a motor vehicle. Yeah. Because you've got a concussion that's so bad that your motor skills are not going to pass the test. Yeah lasting effects which I was nice an Uber driver how could you do this to me <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you know nobody in those high schools has a has a future uh, that's just assumed that you're gonna have one so it's okay I guess statistically if you don't make anything of yourself you're like hey I went to PS46 yeah what's a PS46 public school Oh, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm one of the people that you're talking about with the problem <laughs> I'm a, uh, I had, uh, what was it, what, you sound like you spent about maybe a year and a half in uh, a, a higher learning institution? Um, I, yeah, I got a bachelor's. What uh, is that? Columbia. Now, I've left, my academic career consisted of a grade six education. Well, I don't know, I think past high school, you don't need it. You don't need yeah. anything. No, I picked up enough things. And fortunately, you know, there's people in business specifically to do things like accounting yeah. and this and, and f- travels. And uh, there's uh, especially now everyone's got an app that you can find someone walk your fucking dog yeah. and you can videotape it while they do it. You know, yeah. Here we go. there's all we're going to go up and uh, we're going to turn around right here. Actually, oh, okay. let's hit the Starbucks.
Hit a Starbucks? Let's There's do it. a Starbucks right here. Let's go. That's what I'm thinking. I think in like uh I think a mocha frappuccino, I think. Oh, those are good. How do you feel about sweet, chocolatey uh, coffee ice drinks? No, I like coffee black, no sugar. Ooh, yeah. I respect that. It's always been like that. I, I was only bringing up the uh, frappuccino because uh, it's my coffee consists of as black as possible yeah. and with a couple splashes of that delicious oat milk that I love. Oat milk's good. And I like mocha in coffee also those are all so you like I like your, your palate is like dark muddy right yeah that's me I eat sand and stuff off yeah, the ground I'll do it. you got pica yeah how, how do you feel about the taste of uh, kratom of what kratom kratom what's that oh I have some at the house it's like rat poison no, no. <laughs> uh, uh, it's uh well let's take a break and we'll come back we we're talking about fentanyl and the uh, lampers yeah is that a thing? That's that little, yeah, glam, glamorous camping. That's a thing here in ah. Texas. Now, isn't that what we call people that go to Coachella? Yes, that's basically it. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. But it's, uh, they have cabins that, sometimes, a lot, of, a lot of Instagram influencer. Coachella, from what I can see. Now, yeah. have you been to this? Do you, do you, we could, you look like a lady who would appreciate something in the woods. I do. <laughs> But I don't it's like pretty open ended. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can mean anything, right? Yeah. Stand around <laughs> looking at owls. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like a, a camping party. I don't like people that much, though. I don't like. It's not that I don't like. People. So it's this the role uh, or the nature aspect of it? Yeah. Well, I don't like a lot of people. I mm. I can do pretty well with like three people below. But once it gets to more and more people, I start kind of shutting down. This is why I do this. Oh, I'm yeah. trying to learn how to uh, overextend myself in the conversation um, yeah, yeah. and in a way that I actually have a one-on-one, but I'm actually we're moving. Yeah. So there's a rhythm to it at the same time. People get to see all these beautiful things we got here. <laughs> and uh, that is a very interesting pile of garbage. Oh my God. Like, yeah, is that a, that's some house coats, some beds. I don't even think this is garbage. I think this is someone's living room. <laughs> it actually <laughs> looks like the first house I lived in when I was a comic. It looks like that Puerto Rican lady's room. My basement apartment at the corner of Ottawa and uh, Main Street in Hamilton. This is uh, reminiscent of that? Mm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I lived in a basement apartment and I remember a sewer backed up in it one time. <sighs> yeah, as a New Yorker, you know how uh, Mother Nature can really fuck up your living arrangement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How many uh, just, you know, oh, the pipe actually blew out in the wall. Yeah. And six floors down is four feet of water. Like yeah, the everyone's total hurt. catastrophe. Yeah. The, the interesting thing about New York is that the further south you get, the more it's about flooding. The further north you get, the more it's about fire. Oh, okay. It's like straight up, like in the Bronx, straight up it's fires. It's like tornado, torn, uh, tornado alley yeah. in these trailer parks, but yeah, people still move there, yeah. and it's annual. Yeah. You can count on it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. People just kind of, I don't know, congregate around wherever there's a... Uh, Rats and rodents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one thing that made me glad to leave New York City, because the rat problem is getting crazy. Oh, there I think... articles about Chipotle workers basically like Fighting boxing them? rats to yeah. get them away from the avocados, you know. Oh yeah. And they're giant. So. Oh, they're very giant, and we're not talking big cat. We're talking small dog. Yeah, they're like little Chihuahua-sized rats. I um had made my first trip to New York in uh, I think early 2001, um, and uh, Giannis Papas and I became pals. He was in a program in New York that I, cool. I was in the uh, Toronto program and we'd met in New York mm -hmm. as part of, um, uh, fuck, I gotta find a better thesaurus. As both schools were coming together from New York and Canada to perform a sketch stand-up show at Caroline's for an industry showcase. Okay. And uh, uh, No, we're good, but thank you. Lovely. That was very nice. Yeah. No, mostly it's like crack. Oh, really? For me. <laughs> Do you want crack? Maybe because I'm here. Yeah, you're a total <laughs> uh, weed lady. Me. Yeah, yeah, I do look like it. 
You look like a lady. Do you smoke the pot? I don't know. Maybe you don't. Mm, I used to a lot, and uh, now I don't. My mom is, has always been into pot. It uh, calms her down. Do you mind if I hit this for a Not second while I change up? I got the wrists of a ballet dancer. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it, delicate. it's delicate. My friends that are guitar players and piano players, they look at my hands and they're like, you're wasting your talents. Really? I got fingers. I got fingers. Now they. Uh, I got long fingers. It's oh, a. Oh yeah, uh, I can totally see it. There's no. Uh, these are show business hands now. Yeah. I have family that actually have real jobs and work with real things. Yeah. And their hands are very uh, sausage-like. Yeah, they get muscular. kind of square. Yeah. Yeah. They, they become. Yeah. Little biceps right here. They just like. Calloused. I do get calluses, but it's just from uh, a bar beating my neighbor. <laughs> That's great. It's good mm. to be neighborly. That's another thing I didn't like about New York is that I don't mind neighbors, but when you can hear them through the walls, it's yeah. not good. Yeah. The buildings are just easily uh, flammable. Yeah. Oh, everybody's active. You know? yeah. La -la. yeah, that, that fa-la-la vibe, that's a, that's a thing that I have grown to appreciate about this place. Yeah, because you know that if you don't embrace this kind of fair weatherness that Austin has, that you are just an asshole from You're out of the town. Bitter, yeah, bitter, bitter. Person. There's no reason. Yeah, just relax. Yeah, try a paddleboard. Want yeah, a fresh, fresh juice. <laughs> yeah, barbecue, barbecue. Yeah, exactly. Have you tried the comedy? Yeah, it can drive you crazy, but you know, then you're the asshole if you're reacting that way too much. Mm. But uh, I don't know. I can't help it. Also, I go to this cafe in Austin. Um, and I go literally because the review said that the staff was unfriendly. Ha! I go there for that. Well, you go and sit in the corner and watch people get treated like shit because you're sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like being treated like shit. I, I sit in my corner. I go, thank you very much. Have a good morning. And they give me a cold glare. And I'm like, thank you. And then they do it to everybody else. It's pretty great. I can tell you two places. I don't want to say them on camera. Yeah. But I know, uh, and they're both women. Really? Uh, in the service industry that have um, very niche jobs in the city. And these two broads are absolute cunts. It is excellent. My friends come back from the bar and they're like, that fucking lady yelled at me because I asked for a Coke. <laughs> and I'm going, probably because you're in a fucking rock club. Yeah. And don't be an asshole. Yet the, the thing was, it was for me. I don't drink. <laughs> <laughs> he was angry when I brought that. it back. The lady tore a strip off of him. Jared got yelled at by her. Really? Like, there's no, it's all inclusive hate. That's what I love about it. Damn. Yeah, it was you brutal. You gotta have some willpower to yell at a guy with a stutter. No, my friend went out to have a cigarette. She poured all, all his fucking drinks. He had two sips out of him. He bought a round for him and his friends. She got her arm and cleared them right off the bar into the sink. When he went out for a cigarette. <laughs> God damn. And then they come to me like I'm supposed to. Oh, you're a scumbag. Why don't you say something? <laughs> I go, this is what happens. Scumbags don't talk to each other. Yeah. We're out busy. They don't defend everybody. Scumming it up. <laughs> yeah, you have to true who you are. Yeah, but you can find that almost anywhere in New York. I've never been yelled at at a deli before because I took a breath to change the cheese that I wanted on my sandwich. I got yelled at uh, from an ice cream truck one time down in the financial district in New York. I got yelled at an ice cream truck for showing my balls. <laughs> I wish I had showed. I, I wish I had balls to show that guy, actually. That yeah, great. you could go down to the local butcher shop and get some, uh, what do they call them, sweetbreads? Yeah, I think they sell them. That's a thing. Really? Yeah, I can't do it. I, I do enjoy uh, experimenting with different types of food and traveling and stuff, but organ -y stuff like menudo yeah Ugh. i drink menudo. the broth it's got like stomach and guts and it's oh. a soupy thing it's uh in the dominican spanish it's called mondongo oh yeah, I but i know it's done it depends on what kind of restaurant you're at yeah um, tried soup. yeah i, I saw i saw a uh I should probably turn on the camera now, right? Yeah, that's a good idea. Like, <laughs> I love doing that near the end of the episode. And my friends are being cordial. And it's like, motherfucker, it's hot. No one likes this, by the way. When you showed up with a jacket, I was like... Yeah, 
I might get pushed into the river here, <laughs> but no one likes it. I get yelled at by the end. But you've been a trooper. I don't think you uh, complain as much as I think you <laughs> push it all down and then systematically yeah. Johnny Appleseed it around yeah. society. Yeah. People are just standing in bullshit, and you're <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Revenge. What were I think we first started to talk about was revenge. Yes. Were we? Is that a Latino thing? Because I had uh, uh, Jason uh, Rodriguez on, and we were talking about revenge, and he made the same face. He was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> Is that a cultural? Yeah, maybe. Probably just from watching It's very romantic. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's just, a, I think it comes from the Spaniards, for sure, right? They hold grudges. Yeah, where you're just like, did you just dishonor this right here, motherfucker? I will get you. And then you just kind of plot. And it's just fun what? to do that. Why is it? But it's always like peril where someone's going to, the guy has to kill his daughter because she's married so-and-so. <laughs> you know, it's very like, why can't you guys just move? Yeah, you don't have to be way. subjected to, but it, that's where when you spend all that time with your family and your other family's family, yeah, it's very communal. You get into a cult mentality. You start caring what your other family members think about what you're doing. Yeah. Also, being around family, too much of it can make you homicidal anyway. Yeah. I think just naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know you with... inside and out. There's nowhere. There's no normal conversation with somebody who changed your diapers. Yeah. You're, you're in screwed. an asylum, and the patients know you more than you know yourself. That's the one thing that psychiatrists have an advantage over the crazy people is that, you know, they're enigmatic. They're a mystery. You don't know anything about me. I work here. But with your family, they know you. You're screwed. They know all your buttons. Yeah. And some of them use it to prolong their practice with you. And it becomes a, another sort of bloodletting mm -hmm. on yourself. They're so... It's not always going well. I'm assuming you don't have any family here. I have zero family in the <laughs> That's U.S. That's why I'm so happy. Yeah, none of my none of my family's in the Ameri uh, American. I'm a yeah. Canadian refugee. None uh, of my family's here. They're mostly Dominican, mm. or they live in other states, and they're Puerto Rican. So it's pretty good. Everybody's scattered. Yeah, well, that's the thing. When you're on the road, you actually can go actually see them once a year. Yeah. You know, on a tour, which is great. When you're in a town, or uh, you know, I had some family in Manchester, and it was great. I'd be in this yeah. city and get to see some people I'd normally would have to take a huge flight and you know the, yeah. it's a big ordeal travel and the money of it yeah. to go over and have a family dinner yeah but knowing you're going you're gonna have your needs paid for yeah yeah all good in. um where can people find you uh i guess on this walkway where are ladybird well, lake how me. nice is this by the way yeah i like this walk is really good too mm. it's like trail but uh, you can find me on, uh, I guess, Instagram. Melissa Diaz, number four, letter U. Melissa Diaz for you. And you also uh, have a podcast. Yeah, I got a Melissa Time. It's on iTunes. Melissa Time. I was trying to decipher your logo. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a little insane. I, uh, but there's, it seems to be, um, there is clock arms, right? Yeah, it's clock arms. And one of the uh, long arms is um, my name. Yeah the name okay. of the podcast but it has a very stained glass type of thing is there yeah is this just is it, okay I'm reading into this well, too much no no you can I designed it myself actually so okay that's whatever what I thought. psychological thing is in there you're probably right it, there's some sort of uh, it looks cryptic in a form I love yeah. hidden messages and drawing lines to things that uh, have no relevance on what's really being conveyed other than my own crazy <laughs> manic uh, well, I don't know how, if you could read into this however you want, because I haven't been able to decipher it about myself, but I've always liked drawing. I draw pretty good, mm -hmm. pretty well. Uh, but for some reason, ever since I was a kid, everything I would draw would always look kind of cryptic, gothic, mm -hmm. or dark, no matter what I did, you know? Yeah. And I tried drawing cartoons, you know, that's what, so I draw cartoony things now, but even then they look kind of... It's a way to express yourself with your feelings, um, exercising them without having being subjected to any confrontation over them. Holy shit. Yeah. You just described my whole personality. Yeah. 
but uh, that's helpful. Down. You can put it, it's in plain sight, but nobody knows how relevant it is to how you feel. Yeah, that's a lot of me. Uh -huh. <laughs> wow. You really wrapped me up like, like, read me like a book right now. I didn't Pretty mean good. to. Yeah, I, didn't I mean like it. To. Um, wow. Uh, I, I'm partly uh, responsible. I do similar things in the sense. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but um, most of it is uh, juvenile uh, stuff, but uh, there's clearly little keys, little messages of things that I'm trying to uh, publicly figure out myself. But you're more confrontational. You're more comfortable with that. I'm trying I, to get more comfortable with that. I went around the band. I was so shy and, and all that crap. But um, I alcohol was the um, was one of the things that um, eventually. I thought they actually had a live peacock yeah, in the back seat. That was a little weird. And the ADD again. <laughs> I'm gonna come around here with my wrist is sore. Do you want me to hold the camera for a little while? Although I have thin wrists also. <laughs> don't you touch my camera! You don't think I'm strong enough? You need a little bit of help there? Get off of me! It's okay, buddy. It's don't okay. you make you me hit you in front of my friends. It's alright. <laughs> Might be awesome. Like the ah, uh, he has the cameras. <laughs> we don't like the cameras. Yeah, let's make this into the Blair Witch Project. Fucking do it. Great movie, by the way. Yeah. I um. It's one of those movies that it's starting to lose its edge a little, but then when it came out, it was just perfect time and place, good mood. Yeah, it, it made great. everybody that had a camcorder thought they could make a million dollars with their idea that year. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. They didn't know how that script was completely tailored, uh, tailored to their um, uh, production. Yeah. Um, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. He's just a roustabout. Shifting from town to town No job can hold him down